Praise as pastor comes to minister the word of the Lord. Thank you, sir. Praise God. Amen. Can you say amen? amen. Isn't the Lord good? Amen. Praise God. The Lord is good. Amen. And uh, it's just good to be in the house of the Lord. It's good to feel the presence of the Lord. If you'll stand with me today, praise the Lord. And uh, we are going to start through the series, Questions at Pentecost Asked. And if you have any questions, you can text me. Praise God. And I promise I will keep it confidential. Uh, I decided that I'm going to uh, label it that Bob asked the question such and such. Bob asked the question such and such. But uh, no, I'll keep it confident of who asked. And I have a series of questions tonight. I'm going to be talking to you with the help of the Lord on uh, suing as a Christian. Suing as a Christian. And I'm going to read to you, the first part is Matthew chapter 5 and verse 40. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 40 says, And if any man will sue thee at the law and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also. Now that can be really interesting. Lord, in the name of Jesus, be with me. Help me, dear Lord, in Jesus' name. Can everyone say amen? amen. You may be seated. And before I forget... Tim is doing about the same. Praise the Lord. And he's just improving. Okay, Mike already did tell you that. But anyways, praise the Lord. In 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter, um, it tells us that Christians should not go to law with another Christian. There should not be two Christians in the court fighting over each other. But this scripture is not talking about two Christians. This scripture is talking about a Christian Praise the Lord, and someone who is not a Christian. Amen. And so, going to the law. And they use the word coat here. They talk about coat. But I believe that the coat is just an example. It could be used in many different ways. Two Christians coming together and fighting with each other and having to go to law, or I'm sorry, a Christian and a, a sinner going to court. Now, praise God. Um, once again, the coat is probably the example here. And the, the sinner felt like he he, he, that was his coat. And uh, he's going to take this Christian to court, and that is his coat. Praise God. And so the saint obviously did not feel like he, that it was his coat. But when they went to court, the judge... Uh, obviously said that's got to be his coat. And it's amazing to me how that we are all people and we all have emotions. I'm going to say this tonight. Praise God. Being a Christian doesn't make you honest. It doesn't give you a character. Character and, 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 and being honest, praise the Lord, has to come within every individual. Now, a Christian should be honest, and we ought to pray that the Lord would help us to be honest. But, like, for example, amen, we are looking at Bob. Bob is a Christian, and he has a tree trimming business, and he's a Christian. The fish is on the side of his truck. He lies right between his teeth, but he's a Christian. We got Rory over here. Now, Rory will tell you he's not a Christian. 
Amen. And uh, he says, no, I'm not a Christian, but but Roy has some pretty good morals. And Roy will not take you. He will not overcome you. Praise the Lord. I think you understand what I mean about the difference. There's a lot of business people that will put on their vehicles a fish, or they'll call themselves a Christian. And they do it because, hey man, they know it'll get them uh, their, um, they know that it'll get them business. You got to call Bob because Bob's a Christian. Hey man, and, and, and Bob, but just because they're a Christian does not mean that they're honest and upfront and that they'll take care of things. Hey man, it, it, a lot of it has to do with the morals of the person. Some people struggle with honesty. They can lie, praise God. They can be a Christian, but they can lie. And they struggle with that. Some people, hey man, they don't, str- they, they, w- won't, they don't struggle with lying. They'll just lie. And some people, they're like, I can't lie. No matter what, I can't lie. So morals within a person, praise the Lord, has a lot to do with it. And here is a Christian who is saying, this isn't his coat. This isn't his coat. This isn't his coat. And the judge and the court looks into it, and it says, it is his coat. Amen. Praise the Lord. And that Christian is not being honest, and he's caught. Now, we have to understand, amen, that the court system has to be accurate. They cannot, you, you know... You, you know, he cannot pay, this sinner cannot pay, or this non-Christian cannot pay the court system and get away with it, and the judge judges against him. That's not what God was talking about here. God was talking about a good court system where the judge, where the, this Christian was guilty, it was the non-Christian's coat, and he should have got it. And so this Christian made this non-Christian go to a court and make him get what is his. Praise God. You see, amen. For some reason, this Christian did not see that this non-Christian was wrong. I don't know why. I have known saints who have felt like, They were not wrong. I am not wrong. Praise God. It wasn't my fault that the accident happened. Or it wasn't my fault, praise God, that this, or to cover it up. Now, uh, not too long ago, he, man, I was working in a home and I reached up and I went to pull the screens up and I broke the tabs. And I just was sick. Because I broke the tabs. I was doing a home one time, went to pull the squeegee in, and when I went to come in, it caught the window and took off to the ground, and I heard this unforgettable metal thump. I looked down, and there was his Mercedes. And I was like, oh, my God, I hit So before I'd say anything to him, because 20 years from now, he'd say, you know, I found that dent. Before I'd say anything to him, I went down, I looked, and sure enough, on the hood of his car was a dent. So I went to him, Mr. Parker, I dropped my squeegee on your Mercedes. 
He's like, ah, George, what's Squeegee going to do to a Mercedes? I, I want to say nothing. I said, you better come and see. Praise the Lord. <laughs> We've all done things and got into situations. Praise the Lord. Whereas a Christian, amen. We are human. We don't want, I did not, the last thing I wanted to do was go and tell this lady that I'd busted two of her tabs on her brand new home. She was a billionaire. I did not want to tell her that. But you know what? I needed to go tell her. Some Christians are like, Praise God. It's not my fault. 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 We all, we all can do that. We all can get there. Praise the Lord. And so this Christian says, it's not my fault. It's not my, it's my coat. It's my coat. And this sinner's saying, it's not your coat. It's my coat. Praise the Lord. And the judge looks into it. I've watched a judge who looked into a coat one time. And I noticed the questions he asked. Is that your style of coat? Yes. Is that your color of coat? Yes. Is that your side of coat? Yes. Is that the emblems that you have on your coat? Yes. Then that is your coat. So I've watched it. But the point of the matter is, this Christian felt like this is not her coat. His coat. And he's like, it is my coat. And so the law looked at it and said, it is your coat. Now, in the scripture, it was the non-Christian's coat, period. That's what God's saying here. He's saying it was. It's no question it was. So here's the, the point of the matter. He says, what you need to do is, he said, because you're wrong and you obligated this guy. Now, this guy has had to take you to court to get what is his. He's out to court money. He's out all of that, praise God, to only get what is his. So it is up to you to make it right. When you break something that's not yours, when you do something that's not yours, it is totally up to you to make it right. And as Christians, we need to do that. We need to be honest, we need to be upfront. Praise God. When we hit somebody's car, we need to write a note or get a hold of them and let them know we hit their car. Praise God. When, when we're in a situation and we've done something and we've caused somebody, praise God, we need to come together as, as a Christian, as a, a moral person, and say, I'm at fault here, I'll make it right. I've had to make a lot of things right. Praise the Lord. I've had to, and I, I've, I, you break things. And, and the thing of it is, as a Christian, you don't want people looking at a Christian and saying, well, they were dishonest about that. They marked my car and they never told me about it. You may never hear about it again, but everybody else will. Praise God. We need to be upfront and honest about it. And when this, this Christian, praise the Lord, the Lord says, 
if you are found guilty that you should have gave him your coat, you make restitution with your cloak. Y'all understand what I'm saying to you today? We need to be, we need to be honest and upfront, praise the Lord, with things. I know of two preachers. And the one preacher had, he, man, he had an air tank. And the other preacher needed it to paint a car. And he saw it, he said, I'll give you $100 for that air tank. And that preacher said, it ain't worth $100. And the first one that wanted to buy it said, you, it is worth $100. It is worth, I, you don't know the price of things. I, da, 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 da. He said, I'm telling you that air compressor is not going to keep up. And he said, I'll tell you what you do. You take it home and you try it out. And you come back and tell me if it was $100. And he took it home, tried it out, brought it back, and said, it ain't worth $100. Now, some people would have said, yeah, okay, take it. Praise the Lord. Give me the $100. No one. Hear me, church. Hear me, church. Hear me, church. Do we not understand that the way that a person gets ahead like that is the way that the devil can bring them back a lot harder. God is not going to bless that kind of person. He's not going to bless somebody. Praise God like that. Amen. Someone who a, a, a Christian. I'm telling you, there are some people that are not Christians that they basically have more morals than some Christians do. And it's sad, but it's true. And Christianity is not the thing that brings our morality. Christianity is the thing that's going to get us forgiven and getting into heaven. We're all going to struggle with being honest. We've all lied. And if you say tonight you haven't lied, you just lied again. Praise God. Because we've all been dishonest somewhere in our lives. Praise God. But we need to be honest as Christians. Amen. Because you see... The purpose of the law is to bring equality. This Christian had a, a non-Christian's coat. And the law was to bring equality. The Christian should have never had been forced into doing the right thing. As Christians, we should never be forced into doing the right thing. Praise God. Never. Praise God. I got something I want you to think about. Proverbs 20 and 14 says, It is not, it is not, saith the buyer. But when he is gone his way, then he boasteth at what he got. Praise God. When you sell something, I believe you need to look at it at the fair value and sell it at that. I walked into a car lot one time, praise the Lord, and I gave the owner a bid, and he started to bicker with me over the price. I said, well, wait a minute, sir. I said, I understand how you guys do business here. But I said, when I came in here and gave you that bid, that was an honest, fair bid for the work I'm going to do. He chuckled and said, you can't fault me for trying now, can you? I said, no. Praise God. If you're buying something, 
and you look at that and you say to them, it's not worth that. It's not worth that. It's not worth that. And they sell it to you at the price you're saying it was worth. And then you walk away and say, look at the great deal I got. I took them. Christians, I'm telling you, saints, you're never going to get ahead by doing the devil's work. You've got to be honest. You've got to say, I believe that the fair value in that is this price. And that's what I'm going to set it at. I, I struggle with that because I have, I'll sell something and someone will automatically think, I, you know, he's selling this. I can chew him down. And I'll just flat out tell him, look, I didn't, I didn't inflate the amount so that you could deflate it. And make you feel good. They say, well, you make them feel good. Well, that's fine. But what about the way God thinks of things? And God thinks that a Christian ought not stand there and say, that ain't worth that when it is. Praise God. I think you're ready for a little cute one. You're, you're ready for a cute one because y'all are just kind of looking at me. But... There was this shop owner in London, and he had this kitten in the front window. And this guy went by, and he saw this kitten. He didn't want to buy a cat, didn't want a kitten. But he noticed it had this, the kitten was drinking out of this very rare bowl. And so he, uh, he went into the store owner, and he said, I'm interested in that kitten out there. And the store owner said, okay. And he told him the price of the kitten. He said, that's pretty high for that kitten. Yeah, but that's the price of the kitten. And he got to thinking he really wanted the bowl. So he said to himself, he said, you know what? I'll just buy the kitten. And then I'll just say to the store owner, look, since I paid such a good price for the kitten, he said, why don't you just throw in the bowl? So he paid the man for the kitten and he picked up the kitten, and he stopped, and he looked at the store owner, and he said, Hey, he said, by the way, he said, um, I paid so much for this kitten. Why don't you just throw in the bowl? The store owner said, No, 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 no. He said, That's my lucky bowl. I've sold 20 kittens this week already with it. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Amen. We've got to be honest, church. Come on. We've got to be honest. Amen. I, I know that's the game that they play, but we've got to be honest. Praise God. A true, true Christian should make things right without having to be compelled by the law. Because you see, amen, the law, amen, isn't for the Christian. Did you realize that? The stop sign at the end of the street isn't for people that stop when they're supposed to. It's for the person that doesn't stop. It's there because, hey man, when people come up there, if there's not a stop sign, they're not going to stop. The law is there. Paul tells Timothy in 1 Timothy 1.8, he said, but if we know that the law is good... If a law, if a man use it lawfully. No, now remember that, because a man's got to use it lawfully. These scriptures will line up if you understand, amen, that it's got to be lawfully. 
verse 9 says, knowing this, that the law is not made for the righteous man. You know, God doesn't have to tell me not to lie. My Holy Ghost makes me so I don't want to lie. Praise God. My, you know, my, uh, it, you don't have to tell me not to steal. Because my love for God and wanting to be close to God will make me not want to steal. You see, the law was for the people that, that, that's not a Christian. And so, here's the thing. If a non-Christian has to use the law to make a Christian do what he's supposed to do, that Christian isn't living according to the things of God. It ought not be the law that makes us do it. It ought to be our love for the Lord and our love for God. Knowing this, that the law is not made for the righteous man, but for the lawless and the disobedient and the ungodly and the sinners and the unholy, profane, murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, that's somebody that kills uh, any man, for whoremongers and them that defile themselves with mankind, for men-stealers, for liars, for perjured persons. And if there be any other... That is contrary to sound doctrine. So the law shouldn't have to enforce what a Christian should do. We should not have to have the law to enforce us to do what we should do. Praise the Lord. Amen. So Jesus says, in that case, he said, if you have to have the law or people that are non-Christians make you do what you should do as a Christian, praise God, then he says, then you ought to just go ahead and, 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 and show repentance by giving them more than what they ask for. Praise God. Amen. Giving them your cloak also. You see, because a saint is taking that sinner's time, he's taking his effort, he's taking his money, he's taking his, his things, he's almost taking his reputation because that's, that Christian's up there saying, it's my coat, I want it. And that sinner's saying, he's lying, and the Christian's saying, he's lying. And so there's a, there's a bad situation there. But when they find out that the Christian is there, Praise God. And then let's move on to 1 Corinthians 6 and 1. 1 Corinthians 6 and 1 says, Dare any of you, having a matter against another, go to law before the unjust, and not before the saints? Do ye not know that saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, Are ye unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Know ye not that ye shall judge angels? How much more things than that pertain to this life? If then ye have judgments of things pertaining to this life, set them judge who is the least esteemed in the church. I speak to your shame. Is it so that there... 
Is not a wise man among you? No, not one that shall be able to judge between his brethren. But brother goeth to law with brother, and that before the unbelievers. Now therefore, there is utterly a fault among you, because ye go to law one with another. Why do ye not rather take wrong? Why do ye not rather suffer yourselves and be defrauded? Nay, ye do wrong and defraud, and that, that, and that your brethren. So, first of all, he's saying here, he's saying, you know, there's sometimes you can get into it with them, and you know you're going to lose. But just so, it does not make a stink in the Christianity it's probably best just to write it off. How many times have you had to just say, forget, forget it. Just write it off. I, I, you know, people come borrow money. And then they never return and pay it. And you're just like, you know, and I've had them come to me. You know, I'm going to pay you next week. I'm gonna, and I'll finally stop them and say, no, keep it. Praise the Lord. Because it's, it's not worth, you know, getting into that. Now. Let's talk about Christian. Amen. You know, we, 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 we look at this and it says that a Christian should not take a Christian to court. We have to be careful because I think the best thing that we can do tonight is have a good definition of what a Christian is. Because everybody calls themselves a Christian. I don't put a fish on my truck. I don't put, I don't put reverend or whatever a minister or Christian or anything. A lot of the people I work for, I find out they'll open up to me and they'll talk to me a whole lot better if they don't know I'm a preacher. Praise God. And every once in a while I will say, well, I am a minister or I do pastor a church. But on the other hand, amen, praise God. There are people who will use this scripture and who are not really living for God. But they say, you can't sue me. I'm a Christian. Well, you don't. you got to go back to the point, you know, by their fruit ye shall know them. They are not living a Christian life. They're not walking a Christian life. They call themselves a Christian. First of all, praise God, a Christian is a person who does the right thing even when... They are, uh, even when they, I'm sorry, a Christian is a person who does the right thing. And when they are wrong, they're accountable for it. When you do something wrong, you make yourself accountable for that. That's very, very important to God. You know, our holiness is a great thing. Our love for God is a great thing. Our being in service is a great thing. But we need to be accountable for the things that we've done wrong. We need to fess up to it and say, I've done this. I need to make it right. Whatever it takes to make it right. Praise God. Amen. You, you just, you got to. It's hard. I know. I've been there. I've not wanted to do it. I've been, you know, it just makes me nervous to do it. I don't know what they're going to do. But you, 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 you hold yourself accountable to that. But there are people who will not hold themselves accountable. 
you may, if they don't act like a Christian, then you may have to take them to court. Praise the Lord. But if they're willing to act like a Christian and say, let me make this right with you, and you say, that's not enough. Now, let me just give you a, a personal example. If I mess something up, hey, man, and, and I would say to them, I'll make that right. I will get you a new one. I will fix it. I will do whatever it takes. But I will make that right. And they will say to me, praise the Lord, uh, you know, it might be something that's worth $50. And they may say to me, well, I want $1,000. Well, a Christian wouldn't do that. Right? I would have to say, well, I'll see you in court. But if they were a Christian, or even a sinner, even a sinner or someone that's not a Christian, you know, I would say to them, let me make this right. You know, let's not go to court over it. Let's just make this right. Amen. And even if I lost a little bit of money, there was just a loss here just recently I had, and it was probably more than I needed to lose, but it was worth it to not worry about it anymore. And so, praise the Lord, when, you know, you have to ask yourself the question, is it a Christian? Are they willing? Because in the scripture context here, it's the fact that it's my brother. Now, like if Brother Tim Williams and I, I don't think him and I ought to be going to court over anything. Praise the Lord. Because, you know, Tim and I can work it out. And that's what the Bible's saying. You know, it can cause divisions in the church. But I'm telling you, and I deal with, with a lot of things in the days. People don't know the calls I get. But I deal with situations where a man in the church or a woman in the church, because they're a Christian, they can live and do things that a Christian shouldn't be doing. But I'm going to tell you something. Whenever somebody wants to come against them, they hold up the Christian sign. You can't do that. You're a Christian. You can't, and you know, you know, oh, I know I owe you that money. But if you're a Christian, you wouldn't ask me for it. Praise the Lord. Well, if you were a Christian, you would pay your bills. And you'd make it right. But see, they don't want to hear that. This whole thing's talking about two Christians that are totally Christians. That's why it's separate than the first scripture I gave you between a non-Christian and a Christian. This is two basic Christians. Now, there are times in law <clears throat> where, you know, that's the reason we pay for insurance is to make things right. If somebody rear-ends you or somebody puts you in the kind of physical ability to where you're not able to work or you're suffering, that's what that insurance is for, is to make that right. The Bible tells us that we need to make it right. In the biblical times, they didn't have that. So if a Christian wanted to, he could put another, his brother, he could put the hurts on him, and if he took him to court and got an unjust judge, he could put that man in poverty or even in slavery. Now, today we have insurance, and even the insurance companies, 
and Sister Sandy, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but even in insurance companies, they like to have a settlement because that way they can move on from their situation. I know of one situation where the medical field would not do anything more for the person that was in a horrible accident until she got an attorney and assured them they were going to get paid their medical bills. With two Christians that that act like Christians and who are responsible. I guess I can put it in a nutshell. Christians ought to be responsible, honest, fair, Can you say amen? Amen. Praise God. And we need, you know, Christians ought to do that. If we did that, could you imagine what this world would be like? Can you imagine the talk of the town? You know what? The one thing I know about them Christians, they're honest. They're fair. They take responsibility. When they make a mistake, they make it right. Once again, they may not come back and tell you about it, but they'll tell everybody else about it. You know, they, you know, they, they, they were in my house, and they, uh, you know, they broke the tabs on my screen, and he left and never told me and kept his mouth about, shut about it, and da-da-da-da-da. But you know what else is going to happen? And I'm kind of an open book here tonight, but you know what else is going to happen? Amen. Later down the road, if something goes wrong, that woman's going to know, if I did it, I'd tell her. Praise God. I just thought of that. Praise God. If he did it, he's going to tell me. Praise God. Amen. You know, to me, it's, and I don't know how you feel, but to me, Everybody in business makes mistakes. But if they make it right, that's the thing. You're going to go into a restaurant and get a bad meal. But if they make it right, that's the thing. You're going to hit somebody's car. Somebody's going to hit your car. And I'm still chuckling. I'm still chuckling. I am so sorry, church. When I sent that text out about Tim, and I said in the text, I read that text out, and I, I, I wrote it out, and then it said, happy fourth. I said, no, that don't sound good. I'm not putting that in that text. I took it out, and somehow it got in my phone. I can prove it to you. And I read it later, and I'm like, oh, my God. But that's me. Welcome to my life. Praise God. But I think we need to be just upfront and on. I don't mean, you know, when I'm talking about honest, I'm talking about honest of things we should be honest. I don't think we need to be open and walk up to somebody and say, well, I don't like you. You, you, you smell or you this or that. I don't, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying as Christians, we need to be honest. And if we're dealing, if we're in a financial dealing with someone, Amen. And we're hiding things. I had a man come to me one time, wanted to buy my tractor. And he said to me, he said, I'm going to give you the $3,000. I'm going to come pick it up tomorrow. I'm going to make a backhoe out of it, or front loader out of it. I said, you're not going to make a front loader out of this thing. I could have kept my mouth shut. 
he's getting me to $3,000. I said, you're not going to make a front loader out of this. You're wasting your money. He said, what are you talking about? I said, I'll tell you what, you go home, do research, and then you call me tomorrow. He called me tomorrow and said, no, I'm not going to buy it. Now, I did sell it. But what if Christians would just understand? What if we as Christians would understand? And I struggle with it too, okay? What if we as Christians would understand that it's God that takes care of us when we do the right thing? He can't take care of us when we're honest or dishonest, not accountable. Praise God. He cannot take care of us. You watch. I'll bet some of you are going to get tested on this this week. (laughs) Something's going to happen that you're going to get tested, and you're going to say, oh, Brother White, if you just wouldn't have preached that. Praise God. Amen. Amen. You know, for me to take a brother or sister to court for the loss of something, I don't think I could. I don't think I could. And first of all, don't put out there more than you can bear to lose, okay? That's not smart on your count. Don't, don't, don't be lending money that you can't afford. You just, God didn't give it to you, amen. And if God didn't give it to you, he's not asking you to lend it. Praise the Lord. Amen. To me, now this is just my feeling about it. To me... It is one thing when it is an accident, when someone does something to you on accident and when they purposely do it to you. When somebody accidentally hits your car, that's one thing. When somebody purposely damages your car. And Sister Sandy, I thought about you last night. I got to tell this story. He meant Sister Sandy come over to have some sweet time and enjoy some fellowship with my wife. And I was running late to a Bible study. And I ran out, tossed my home Bible study chart in our van, my Bible. I got in there, put it in reverse, started backwards, swung that front end of that van around, and raked all down the side of her car. Remember that? I got out. I come in, and I said to Sister Sandy, I said, Sister Sandy... My insurance company is State Farm. You will need to call it. She said, why? You know, she's in another insurance company. I'm like, because I just raked the side of your car. And she's like, no, you didn't, brother. Why, you're kidding me. I said, I wish I was kidding you. (laughs) Praise God. But none is any better than when you take your mother or your father-in-law's truck and you run it into your mother-in-law's car. That gets the bait. I was driving Richard's truck. She pulled in on the grass and I, I flipped the mirror in and I did not know she was over there and I started to swing the back front end of that truck around and boom, I hit her car. Same thing. Hey, Richard, I took your truck. I hit your wife's car. Yeah, that's funny. I said, no, it ain't funny. I did it. (laughs) We all made mistakes. I could have got out of that truck and said, I don't know who did that. (laughs) Yes. 
No, this isn't confession night, okay? Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, and it's, it's one thing when you make an accident. But we don't, like, we, don't like, we don't like to try to have to come accountable, do we? And, and, and most of it is we don't want the shame of saying we did it, right? Praise the Lord. But we've got to do it. We've got to be accountable. God will bless us in our, accountable, uh, uh, in our accountableness, in our, in, our, in our accountability. Praise God. Amen. Can you imagine if everyone would treat everyone in this world, praise God, and look out for each other and be accountable for their actions and their mistakes? Everybody do that. Could you imagine the kind of world this would be if everybody would do that? You know, praise the Lord, we've got to, as Christians, we've got to tell ourselves, amen, I've got to live by the principles of God if I want God to bless me. There are some things that we're going to be teaching on um, that's going to be like this. And so, amen. Uh, you know, but there's principles that God has given us to live by. And, and, and the thing of it is we think, we think that sometimes we are getting better ahead whenever we might be a little dishonest or when maybe we will, you know, be kind of dishonest about the value of something or be dishonest with something that we sell or be dishonest with something that's wrong with it. I had a guy one time, he wanted to buy a car for me. And then the last thing he said to me was, he said, would you do me a favor? And I said, yeah, I could try. He said, when we get to the uh, BMV, he says, would you tell them I bought this car for $500 instead of 2000 I said, I can't do that. He said, I'll buy the car. So what do you mean you'll buy the car? He said, if you're not going to lie to the BMV, I'm sure you didn't lie to me about what's wrong with this car. Remember, when somebody's dishonest with you or when somebody's dishonest with someone else. So I'm just going to close. I know I'm a little early. Um, we could shut. Uh, no, no, I'm not going to do that. If you have any questions. You can text me, write them down, give them to me. Um, but um, the thing of it is, we have to just be, we have to know that the one I've got to answer to is God. You, we can hide it from everybody around us, but is God seeing us? Because God is the one that I need to answer, and God is the one that's going to bless me. You know, I might be honest. I might have been honest with that man about that tractor. But God is going to bless me later because I didn't take advantage of him. Praise God. And amen. And when you teach people around you that you're that kind of a person, they'll trust you. Praise God. They'll trust you. Let's all stand. Do you enjoy this service tonight? You like that lesson? Praise God. All righty. Amen. The only thing I need to say, disclaimer, and that is if you did not like tonight's lesson, do not take me to court. Dear Lord, we love you, God, and praise you, Jesus, for this night. God, we're asking you, Lord, to touch God and to move. Lord, be with us. Keep your protecting hand upon us. Watch over us. 
God, continue, Lord, to keep your hand on us. Let us live for you, God, all the days of our lives. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Can everyone say amen?